0: live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio, talk, radio. Show talk Show.
1: All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. I am Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Hard-hitting talk radio continues now. This is the broadcast for February 23rd in the year of our Lord, 2024. Um, I don't even know where to go. Last hour, we talked so much about pro-life. We talked about the border. We talked about how Joe Biden's literally committing criminal activity everywhere he goes, and Congress doesn't seem to care. They're derelict in their duty. Uh, you know, Mike Johnson went down to the border and said, oh, my gosh, it's a disaster down there. we got to do something. And then he let the Senate work out a clown show that he rejected. Where's your plan, Mike Johnson? My plan is for you to shut down the government until they close the border. Do it and do it now and blame it all on Joe and get it done. The sooner you do that, the better. Anyway, we need to stand for pro-life. We need to stand for what matters the most. All right, I want to talk about CPAC, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have a couple of guests on here in a little bit from CPAC. But I put together a few questions for them, and I thought myself and Dr. Scott Bradley could answer these questions. uh, And you can get our kind of take and our opinion before our guests do. Um, You know, so uh, I'm going to ask uh, our guests coming up what's going to be the focus of President Trump's CPAC uh, address. We can't really respond to that, except for the question for you, Dr. Bradley. What would you make your address be about if you had the chance to speak before CPAC?
2: Well, that's a very good question because uh, you're going to ask to limit it to a couple, two or three points, but we've got such a broad spectrum of challenge going on. Yeah, but if you spoke, you'd only be
1: given a limited time, and you'd have to pick if they said you can speak on anything you want. Doctor, what would you talk about?
2: I was just asked to speak at another convention just yesterday, and they've asked me to do exactly that, and they've given me a couple of weeks to come up with it, and you're giving me a couple of seconds, so let me just pick a couple of those just for the fun. Certainly, the issue of the border has to be there. Certainly, the economics of it has to be there. Certainly, the military adventurism has to be there. Um, we have an absolute disaster on those areas, and each one of those is a fatal flaw. I, I would wish that Trump would speak against what Ron DeSantis has just come up uh, uh, with in and, and this Constitution convention thing. And that would be, that's a fatal flaw. Don't, DeSantis, Trump, by the way, the other day said that DeSantis was on his short list for vice president. I don't think either man's e- ego would let that happen, but... Desantis's statement. Of course, he was. He's been button heads with Trump in recent times. It'll never happen. But, but he still put him on a short list. But Desantis's position on the con con, the Constitution Convention, is a fatal flaw. Anybody and everybody that takes that position is unworthy of government. Um, shall we say trust? And so, so those kinds of things. I would like to see economy. Uh, the idea of. of Anything they're screwing up, whether it's Federal Reserve, the digital currency, the idea of the inflation rate because of how we're, we're uh, basically printing money faster than you can keep up with it, the debt kind of things, all that would fall under economy. The military adventurism, absolutely. and Trump will never touch this with a 10-foot pole because of his um, position on Israel at any cost to the United States, which, uh, which is absolutely the antithesis of the American founding fathers um these kinds of things the border it's an invasion people six million seven million whatever the number is it's a big number over the last three and a half years holy cow come on baby Um, these kinds of things we're embedding our own sappers within these are the guys that come in through the lines and they they blow up things and they create the conditions that an invasion can happen. That's that's what sappers are, basically. We've got sappers embedding themselves in our nation faster than you can shake a stick at. If they don't address these kind of things, I think they'll be remiss. Now, maybe, Sam, you've got some other ideas, but in the two seconds you gave me, that's what popped in my mind.
1: (laughs) All right. There's three topics that I think are quintessential to discuss, and I would be forced to pick between these topics. And depending on how long I had, I might talk about more than one of them. I would for sure give a summary of what I believe the most quintessential threats to the United States are. You know, Joe Biden wants you to believe it's racism. The fact that Dr. Bradley is a racist or Sam Bushman's a racist or whatever. uh, Okay, it's not a fact. It's a lie, first of all. Secondly, um, I don't believe race, even if you say that Sam's a racist. I don't don't believe for one second you can say that's the biggest threat to the United States of America. I agree with Dr. Bradley. The border's a huge threat. But you know what? I still go back to this last hour discussion about pro-life. If we can't protect our babies, the most innocent among us, and if we can't have a strict pro-life policy, I get some exceptions. I understand the people that have that view too. Um, But if we don't have a strict pro-life policy, we're in serious trouble. The second issue that I would talk about would be honest money. If you have no respect for life and dishonest money, what transaction morally, physically, whatever could be right and just. If you have at the core of every transaction, financially speaking, or physically speaking, asset-wise, dishonest because of fake money, and if you have every discussion not respecting life or violating life, what good is government at all? In fact, it's more destructive uh, than positive. So I think that pro-life, honest money, and getting government out of education is probably the top three issues in America that's quintessential to deal with. Education because look, they're teaching your children about this race lie. They're teaching your children about transgender lies. They're teaching your kids all kinds of preferred agendas. And really, when you come out of the government schools, if you've gone long enough, you literally end up a communist and a socialist because they've indoctrinated you to the point of almost no return these days. And you can see the country tracking that reality to make the point. So I think honest money, pro life. And proper education without the government involvement, in other words, private, home, or whatever you want to say, education, those are probably the top three issues for me that should be dealt with at CPAC, doctor.
2: Well, I, you know, obviously I'm I'm right on board with those topics being absolutely now. To be fair, essential. Sam's
1: had a little bit more time to think about it. Sam actually had like four minutes to think about it, and Doctor yeah, yeah. had thirty seconds. So there you go. But uh, I think what we're hitting on all cylinders, though. What is being discussed at CPAC? What will be the uh, the discussions? They all want to be in Washington, thinking they're solving something. The last point that I would make on this is, no offense, but you're not going to solve anything at CPAC, Doctor.
2: Well, yeah, this is this is a feel-good kind of thing. This is like a a resolution to say we love, you know, the blue skies and the sunshine and everything like that. These guys are all there trying to buy votes. But let's just go back to your, your education thing for just a moment. I want to tell you what came out in the 1930s, a book written by uh, William Foster. He was the head of the Communist Party USA. He wrote a book toward Soviet America and this is just a few lines that he said that our education system had to be realigned and and absolutely in every case there is no variance from this he said the schools colleges and universities that's pretty inclusive guys will be coordinated and grouped under the national department of education hey buddy and its state and local branches got her done The studies will be revolutionized, being cleansed of religious, patriotic, and other features of the bourgeois ideology. The students will be taught on the basis of Marxian dialectical materialism, internationalism, and the general ethics of the new socialist society, present obsolete methods of teaching, like phonetics, will be superseded by a scientific pedagogy, which is how we got rid of our math, our science, or any of these stuff. End of quote. By the way, okay. So, so this stuff has been fully, completely implemented with the help of the humanists. That uh, that these guys have been wheedling away at our education system since the 1930s. We are completely. We don't teach morality. We don't teach the sacred nature of chastity, marital fidelity. We don't. Uh, uh, we don't somehow protect the our children from a moral demise of our nation this is absolutely absurd your idea of educational thing and, and a lot of it we teach our children from the youngest ages you know the k through 12 and then four years of further indoctrination and the graduate schools puts the capstone on it of these kinds of demise of america kinds of things and we are paying for it it is a religion that is being taught at taxpayer expense It's a godless religion. It's a philosophy of men and devils, the wisdom of men, whatever, but it's totally godless. And it is a a faith-based belief system that's being taught in our school systems at taxpayer expense in violation of the First Amendment. Just imagine,
1: imagine, doctor, if we closed the border, with rare exception, uh, let's imagine that we um, truly stand for pro-life. Let's imagine if we return to honest money, and let's imagine the government is completely out of education. What do you think the world would be like, Doctor?
2: Well, but I think pro-life, Sam. I think that most people... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the unborn baby. I think that we've got to be pro-life universally. It relates to
1: wars and everything else.
2: It does indeed, and it I it think we're absolutely... It relates to the old absolutely... people. It
1: relates to the young people. It relates to everybody everywhere, all the time, worldwide.
2: We're a death society nowadays. We euthanasia and the assisted suicide and not me, me baby i'm world. full of
1: life even if they tried to kill me with covid hang tight you are listening to the one and only liberty roundtable live My name is Christian Knuckles. I prophesy there will be no revival until the church leadership stops lying to the people. I'm the first soldier of the spiritual body of Christ, the Lion of Judah, the Confederate Church of Christ. I'm here to declare, the lion will lie down with the lamb when the lying stops. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries and brought to you by confederatechurchofchrist.com. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips always when we're on the radio, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mr. Scoop Stanton with me now, ladies and gentlemen. He's live from CPAC. He's the host of 75radio.org, syndicated on this very network every Saturday night. Him and Walter Yerkew do a phenomenal job. Uh, Scoop, welcome. I know you're at CPAC now. What do you believe? I answered this question. Dr. Bradley answered this question. Now I want you to answer it, and then our surprise guest will answer it as well what are the most important issues for cpac to address for 2024
4: sir well to me the most important issues that cpac should address is inflation out of control government spending government corruption at all levels including uh corruption in our electoral system the open border and fair trade with uh foreign nations You and
1: I and Dr. Bradley almost had uh, 100% overlap. A lot of the points you're making are points that I made. I highlighted honest money. I highlighted education. We highlighted the border. Uh, Dr. Bradley and I highlighted pro-life. What are they, as you've been at CPAC, are they hitting on these issues?
4: Well, they're uh, hitting uh, on the border issue a little bit. Uh, Tom Holman, who is the uh, former uh, head of ICE, is here, and they're going to have a uh, roundtable discussion about the border and human trafficking. But a lot of it is uh talking about CPAC, Australia, CPAC, uh, Hungary. Uh they had the president of Why do Oso we care about North- that? I know I know the because again it's it's a money issue. Follow the money, keep the money trained. Hey, like, hey, if you got money, come out to uh, CPAC overseas, meanwhile your own country's falling apart. And that's why I say uh CPAC, what CPAC really is, is a con- so called conservative convention for beltway insiders and once in a while uh i'll meet uh, uh, some nice people like la- last night i met two fans of 75 radio uh we had a great time and i met a whole bunch of other people including uh mrs elizabeth kucinich um she's a trophy wife but uh she's very very intelligent and very uh, very kind uh i ta- asked her what she's doing here uh her and her group is against the WHO uh, putting international law, telling countries what to do in terms of their health care because they're worried about another disease X. So if the WHO is worried about a disease that hasn't been discovered yet, look out. So yeah, I unless was, it I,
1: has been discovered and intentionally manufactured and distributed to uh, to chill everybody's liberties and to uh, depopulate the planet, then it's a serious serious concern uh, indeed, Doctor Bradley.
2: Wow, it sounds like a pretty cool thing. Uh, I'd like to be there with you and meet some of these people and maybe have an interaction with them. Uh, it's it's funny, sometimes uh, I, I met with uh, one of the guys that was uh, establishing the World Economic Forum policy for economics. Uh, my wife and I had breakfast with him and his wife. Uh, in Oregon when we were traveling there and they didn't know who we were and we introduced ourselves to them and they They were there for a big World Economic Forum kind of thing that was going on You know off the you know off the grid if you will or off the um, uh, There was no publicity about it. It was kind of like how they do things and there and man We had a very interesting thing. They were they were on their way to a big thing in, in the Jackson Hole area and you talk with people privately. You have some very interesting exchanges, and I'm, I'm thinking you're doing the same thing at CPAC when you get to have some of these people come and talk with you just one on one. That'd be a cool experience.
4: Right, it is, and uh, yeah, uh, I was speaking to one of the fans. Her name's Diane. Great, great lady. She asked me if, it was, if I was going to go inside listen to some of the speeches or the sessions. I said no because the real uh, CPAC happens on Radio Row, which they renamed Media Row because there's more podcasters and uh, uh, social media channels and people with. Uh, then there are actually radio stations here, so you get to meet those type of people. Um, the two ladies I met last night just out of this world, real down to earth, and you know they have a, a grip for CPAC uh, because it's, they they don't go as hard as we do. They go just hard conservative enough to be labeled yeah they
1: always want to do enough to get you incensed and to get you angry and to get you frustrated and to get you they never want to take action to prosecute to the full extent of the law they never really want to push hard enough to actually change um, the nation and return to the principles that made america great they never want to really push that hard they always want to bring up a problem but
4: never tie it to a solution and and this kind of stuff when is donald trump supposed to speak Tomorrow at approximately 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I Hopefully we'll be here. Watch That'll be the first speech I've watched in 10-plus years of coming here. Do you think that,
1: what percent do you think truly are there for the right reasons that truly want to turn the country around versus those who are there for money or those who are there for power or prestige or rock star status or whatever else? Uh, is there a significant amount of the crowd that's true blue, you think?
4: Well, the uh, my personal opinion, the, the people that pay very good money to attend here, they're the ones that want to turn this country back. But you know, there's a lot of politicking going on, a lot of wheel of dealer going on uh, from these political type people and Beltway insiders, and you know, I would say it's a probably about eighty-five percent patriots. 15% percent uh, wheeler dealer, self-serving uh, uh, Bellway Insiders. All right,
1: well, that's good news. How about Mike Lindell? Is he going to speak, and is he going to talk about election integrity issues? And I know he's been doing that for the last couple of years, and it's been kind of a, you know, they claim he has no evidence, but every time we turn around, there's more and more evidence that documents a lot of what he has to say.
4: Well, uh, he's not scheduled today. I haven't got a chance to look at tomorrow's agenda, but uh, his outfit, Frank TV, is here. He has a large uh, part of real estate, uh, so I don't know if he's going to speak. But, uh, of course, he you know he's a rock star, but he's a very humbled individual. He will yes, stop and a, talk to Yes, he's Andy. a great
1: guy. Uh, you are right to the left of Truth TV. Who are they?
4: Uh, Truth TV is, again, an uh, outfit Mike Lindell uh, started, uh, I guess a social media network network. Uh, very conservative, very patriotic, uh, very America first. So Frank, Speech, uh, and Truth TV are the same group. I think it's like Frank TV. It's, I think that, that's the name of the outfit, Frank TV.
1: All right. Uh, anyway, there you have it. Doctor?
2: Again, I I think it would be pretty fun to just be there. Uh, my, my big concern, and, and maybe you can address this a little bit, is so much of maybe what goes over the podium in the big public meetings is also vetted and and kind of selected for the sound bites and everything like that that there's not as much substance there as we might like to have and I'm wondering are you getting a read that that so much of this is kind of dog and pony show that has been basically you know they've done all of their little surveys and they have found just how much you can say and in what areas and I mean do you think it's do you think it's real stuff that's being exchanged there or do you think that they're they're kind of just blowing smoke at us what what's what's your take on that
4: I believe they're blowing smoke at us uh even though they do have people like uh Ben Carson, Mike Gates, Jim Jordan, uh, Governor Chrissy Noem's uh, scheduled to speak today. Um Nigel Farage, he's also scheduled to speak today. But for the most part, like last year they had uh uh, what's his name? Uh, Van Jones speak on a panel. And then you have p- uh, certain people that come, just attend. They buy buy a ticket just to walk in and just attend and they get tossed out. Uh, one person is uh, Richard Spencer. He, you know, person I have no love for. He did come in. He bought a ticket out of his own pocket and they just threw him out because he drew attention. Also, uh, Laura Loomer, she was also ejected for no apparent reason. You know, I don't
1: agree uh, with Richard Spencer on a lot of things, but, you know, he has every right to be there, too. If he's peaceful, just throwing him out because of his reputation is a serious problem, doctor.
2: Well, it seems like, you know, the, it's some of this uh, censorship kind of thing has gone on a, kind of a covert basis. You know, it was so overt four years ago with everything that happened, where they were deplatforming any truth. And and Musk takes over, and and then the people that are saying, you know what, we're we're still finding we're being like shadow banned or whatever the technology's term is, but but this is maybe it sounds like it's maybe even happening, not maybe even happening, but maybe particularly happening at CPAC, where they're controlling the narrative a little bit, and and I don't know, that's what I'd like to ascertain and 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 just see what the boots on the ground are experiencing there. You know, it sounds like they're still. Very much a, uh, a controlling uh, environment instead of, you know, ex- full exchange of, of yeah. They uh, just want Republican
1: control guess. instead of Democrat control. Controls the same plan, just do it our way as opposed to the other guy's ways There's slight nuances.
2: Uh, hopefully, well, things
1: that's have what is. Hopefully, things have changed as Donald Trump and crew have been kind of at the helm uh, over the last couple of years. Hopefully, it's becoming more free. Are you seeing that, Pete? Absolutely
4: not. Uh, a couple years ago. Uh, uh, Mr. Schroyer, uh, Owen Schroyer from uh, Infowars, he was doing a uh, live stream at in the uh, vendors area, and he had permission from the vendors to do whatever he wanted to do. He's being peaceful, he's being quiet, he's just talking, and he got ejected. Uh, but it, it's very, very controlling here. Um, I am squatting on uh, the end of Radio Row, uh, <laughs> so it's only, I, I just hope that we have our special guest on before uh, uh, I get the boot. But breaking news: We have a contingent of seven or five radio fans. Uh, I think all of our fans are here. Uh, two lovely ladies, uh, Diane and Brenda. Uh, who I spoke with yesterday. She's here to uh, watch me do what I do. Well, okay, <laughs> or uh, uh, semi-professional. But uh, they're here. They had a great time, and they 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 discuss the same things. Like it's not as you know as conservative as we would like. Uh, it to be other uh, other conventions are more conservative, more down to earth, more patriotic, more America first. You know, and, and so all right, I guess we'll all ta- right. Hang tight, uh, Scoop. Right we got
1: our surprise guest coming up in mere seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Scoop is live from CPAC. I've never been to CPAC in my life. I've gone to a lot of places, broadcasted live from a lot of venues, but man, I've never been to CPAC. It's just so expensive to attend. That's part of the problem. But we do have a network. Liberty News Radio Network representative on the floor at CPAC right now. More in seconds on your radio.
3: Protecting
0: your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. There is a meeting for peace taking shape in paris as leaders with israel and hamas are reportedly coming together soon the israeli war cabinet has just recently agreed to send representatives this weekend according to an anonymous source for usa today both sides are ready to discuss a ceasefire and are willing to make concessions now israel has said the killing will not stop until there is a new deal on hostage releases since fighting began in the wake of the october 7th hamas terror attack in israel over 30,000 people have died more than eight Two thousand have been injured. By far, most have been Palestinians. Not quite half, but close, roughly 4 in 10. That's the number of Americans who know someone who has died as the result of a drug overdose. John Schaefer has the story. According to a recent study published in the American Journal of Public Health, over 40% of Americans have a connection to someone who has died from a drug overdose. The RAND Corporation, a nonprofit think tank, highlights a gap in research focusing on the aftermath of fatal drug overdoses. The study suggests that more than 40 million adults have experienced disruption in their lives due to overdose-related bereavement. The judge in former President Trump's civil fraud case denying a request from Trump's legal team to delay the enforcement of penalties. The defense team had asked for a delay of 30 days to allow for what they called an orderly post-judgment process. Trump was ordered to pay a $355 million fine plus interest. Typically, he'd have to pay that amount in full if he wants to appeal the decision. Multiple federal agencies are currently conducting investigations to ascertain whether Thursday's cell phone outages stem from mere technical glitches or might be part of a cyber attack. The FBI and Department of Homeland Security investigating now. This is USA News.
3: Attention, this is a public notice from the Social Security Disability Helpline. If you're one of the millions of Americans who are disabled and unable to work, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. If you suffer from physical or mental disability, whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied, we can help. We'll evaluate your situation and deal with Social Security on your behalf. Best of all, there's no fee until you receive your benefits. Remember, we only get paid if you win your case. There are many reasons and conditions that may make you eligible for disability benefits. Many of them you may not be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call now to get started with your free no-obligation consultation.
4: 800-362-9337. 800-362-9337. That's 800-362-9337.
3: The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of Cowboy Spirit Today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo Calendar. Order online at From rangemagazine.com, Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com.
5: I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was
4: little I was taught that smoking was wrong.
0: Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs.
5: introducing managed it services from npi we offer top-notch data backup and recovery email spam protection and network security tailored to your needs and budget with 20 plus years of experience in the medical field our hipaa certified consultants know what it takes to protect sensitive information don't settle for less give us a call at 801-706-6980 and experience the difference with managed it services remember your it support should be fast efficient and reliable introducing PrepStartsNow.com, your ultimate guide to readiness and peace of mind. We offer practical preparedness tools, training, and education to take your family's household readiness to the next level. Browse the prep shop for essential products, check out our planning guides, and stay informed with our prep blog. Visit PrepStartsNow.com and subscribe to our emails for exclusive offers, new products, and future events. Remember, preparedness begins with PrepStartsNow.com.
1: Hard-hitting talk radio continues live from CPAC, ladies and gentlemen, in Washington, D.C., our next surprise guest, Caroline Levitt. And she is the National Campaign Press Secretary for former President Donald J. Trump. Caroline, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Hey,
5: thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be with you live here from the great CPAC, where I can tell you the energy is Hi, there are thousands of patriots here. Very, very excited about this upcoming election.
1: I love it. What, in your opinion, are the most important issues that CPAC needs to address for 2024?
5: Well, the theme of CPAC this year is essentially ending globalism. And I think that's a big arching theme, but it's very, very important. And it relays well into President Trump's theme of his campaign, which is to make America great again, to revive that American spirit that makes this the greatest country in the world or made it the greatest country in the world prior to sleepy Joe Biden getting into office. Uh, But, you know, bringing the power back to the people, right, decimate this globalist cabal of elites who have tried to control us over the past several decades, who are pushing for these open border policies that we see in our nation right now that has led to an invasion of nearly 10 million illegal people from hundreds of countries around this world, even our adversary countries, Iran, China, Russia. We've seen a 700% increase in Chinese nationals coming over the United States-Mexico border. That is all due to a push by the globalist elite who want to destroy America, And that's why they want to destroy President Trump along with them, too, because he serves as the greatest threat to the establishment, to the administrative state here in Washington, and also to that globalist elite who want to control all of us across the entire world, but especially here in the United States. And so I think you know harping on reviving america's spirit american strength and prosperity rebuilding our military securing our border all of those issues are incredibly important uh to make america great again and to end the globalist push that we've seen in the last three and a half years from joe biden's administration
1: joe biden in bed with the globalists donald trump stands for america first campaign dr bradley your comment
2: well, I I applaud the effort there. I I mean, it's just uh, appalling to me. You know, we can see kind of where the this curve is going by what's happened to the cultures of Europe with the invasion that's been going on for, you know, decades now, literally coming out of, uh, you know, the effort to bring in uh, immigrants, if you will, from the Middle Eastern countries, which has decimated the cultures of, you know, some of the, the great European nations. And I think we're fairly early in that curve right now. We're bigger than most of them. But I think that with the invasion we've had going and mm-hmm. the globalist perspective, um, it's just just a matter of time. And so mm-hmm. I, I hope that we're able to, you know, kind of staunch the, the blood flow of our Americanist philosophy. Amen to that. And, and re, you know, uh, Caroline, return what to do the you original. Think,
1: Caroline, what do you think will be the focus of Donald Trump's speech tomorrow? That's when he takes the stage, Right.
5: Yes, absolutely. He'll be taking the stage about midday tomorrow. And I know the president is very excited to return to CPAC. This is a convention or conference rather that is just full of patriots that have supported him since the very beginning in 2016. CPAC has come out and formally endorsed President Trump in this Republican primary. That is not much, uh, not much of a primary anymore. We still do have one contender left. I won't call her a Republican because she acts more like a Democrat. Uh, But in tomorrow speech, you'll hear President Trump relaying his vision to revive America, to make this country get great again, his plans to secure the border, not only to reimplement all of the policies that he had in his first term, such as remain in Mexico and at the end of amnesty uh, and the, of course, construction of our very effective border wall. He will talk about resuming all of that, but also his new solutions to mitigate the crisis that Biden has created, such as launching the largest mass deportation operation in American history and empowering Federal and local authorities to remove as many of these illegal criminals we've had come into our country as possible. You'll also hear President Trump talk about how we can revive our American economy, bring jobs back home that have been lost because of Joe Biden's tax and spend policies, how we can reduce the record high inflation that we've all been suffering from. Hardworking American families across this country paying $11,000 more just to have the same quality of life as they did three years ago under President Trump. And he'll talk about his. His plans again to rebuild our American economy, to rebuild our military, and to cut the crap and, and cut the nonsense of this woke culture that we've seen. This de this push for diversity, well, equity, inclusion, rather than a merit-based society. That's what we need to get back to.
1: Super Tuesday should end the clown show and address for good, shouldn't it?
5: Well, sure, it sure would if, if a 30-point victory in Iowa didn't do it, if winning more votes than any presidential contender in American history didn't do it, and if winning every single delegate in Nevada didn't do it, well, I think an embarrassing defeat in her own home state, Nikki Haley's state I'm talking about now, uh, won't get her to drop out of this race than a blowout on Super Tuesday in every single weight cer- state certainly should. All right, uh, for 2016, is,
1: I entered <laughs> or I interviewed Donald Trump Jr. on Super Tuesday. It was a great, great show. But I want to turn your attention to this. New York AG says she may seize Donald Trump's assets if he can't pay the bill, she claims. He can't even have due process on an appeal until he you know, pays the criminals. Where is the due process for the former president? What is happening, Caroline?
5: it's a travesty of justice what we've seen take place in New York state. Letitia James and the attorney general there campaigned on getting Donald Trump, not getting the violent criminals and rapists and illegal immigrants who are wreaking havoc and committing crimes and then being set free in her own state. She has spent Thousands of taxpayer dollars on this witch hunt against the former president in a case where there is no allegations of fraud, no real evidence, no witnesses, even and no victim. Say, even no the banks victim.
1: say, We have no harm, no foul. He paid right. back everything and would lend him money again, right?
5: Right. And exactly. There was no victim in this case. And they didn't even let President Trump's witness experts testify. There was no due process here. Now they are trying to drain him of his assets. That's exactly What this is about? It's about trying to weaken him financially in an attempt to weaken him ahead of this next election. Look, the Trump organization has been in business for years, for decades in New York State. If someone really thought there was being for
1: decades, let's be clear,
5: right, right. And if anyone thought there was real fraud being committed, they could have gone after him all of this time. But no, they're waiting until now, in the midst of an election cycle. This is election interference. It is a witch hunt again because he serves as a unique threat to the democrat party to joe biden to the establishment to the fake news media who make a living off of smearing him and to the globalist elite who want to control us and this country
2: dr bradley do you have
1: a question for caroline
2: well i don't know just an observation that uh, how closely we're paralyzed uh, paralyzing yes paralleling it's both the uh the Nana republic tin horn dictator kind of philosophies that are found all over the world and you think about you know, what happened to a guy that really wasn't a threat to Putin, but was imprisoned and, and ended up dying. You look at some of these journalists that are in Ukraine, for example, where, where the establishment decides they're going to use these strong-arm tactics. And it seems like this is exactly the banana republic mentality that seems to be pursuing Donald Trump's, I mean, every action, I mean, in every I mean, jurisdiction you can think about. They're pursuing him and again, without due process, it is absolutely astounding to me how closely we parallel these countries that we criticize for being illicit in the way they do things. And, and look at what our and to banana bring your point, look has turned at the United
1: into. Nations. Donald Trump tried mm-hmm. to back out of a lot of those foreign entanglement alliances, but now Joe Biden's working on signing the UN gun ban Caroline.
5: Exactly right. The Demo- everything that the Democrats say they hate about Donald Trump, they actually are. And you bring up a great point about other countries around this world. If you look at every single communist regime ever. First of all, there's a few hallmarks of them. One, there's record high inflation that burns the middle class, that makes it easier for the wealthy elite to control the masses because people are pushed into poverty. That's what we have happening in this country right now. You have a push for open borders and migration, a loss of national identity, which we're certainly witnessing as well. And then you have the per- persecution of the uh, man in power's political opposition, and that's what we're seeing with President Trump in real time, not just right up, a new. York, but in washington dc people want to
1: see president trump's uh, positions in writing and, and, and kind of get a handle on it where do they go for more
5: you can go to donaldjtrump.com please do we appreciate the support and get out and vote if you're in south carolina if you're in these super tuesday states vote early vote on election day get out there and make your voice heard thanks guys
1: thank you so much caroline levitt ladies and gentlemen Campaign National Press Secretary for former President Donald J. Trump. And I really think people need to push hard on this due process. If we don't have due process for the former president of the United States, do we have due process for anybody is the question that I would ask. And the final point that I would make, Joe Biden's trying to put together this digital programmable funny money, and we got to reject that as well, ladies and gentlemen. We'll take a quick pause. You are listening to live coverage of CPAC. On Liberty News Radio, this is the Liberty Roundtable Live. Hard hitting news the networks refuse to use. Talk show.
6: Why does the left lie constantly?
3: Mom, Dad, Mark here. Wow, I love college, really. I never knew living on my own could be so uh, good for me.
5: Uh. Detect your message, press seven.
3: So, here I am at college. It's cool. Well, of course it's only been a week. Detect your message. Hey, it's me. I was just remembering that time I hit my first home run, you know, through the garage window. Thanks for not being mad. No. Detect- Hi. Boy, I miss you guys. I miss my room. I miss waking up to warm socks straight from the dryer. Warm socks? Family, isn't it about time? Hi, it's Mark. Um, love you guys. Uh, I'll call you later. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.
1: Dr. Scott Bradley, com, and yours truly on your radio, breaking down CPAC. So I asked the question, what are the most important issues for CPAC to address for 2024? Uh, believe it or not, Dr. Bradley, Scoop Stanton, thanks so much for his efforts and involvement, radio75.org, uh, and myself and you and Caroline Levitt, National Campaign Press Secretary for President Donald Trump on the radio we all really had a lot of overlap the biggest overlap was we got to reject globalism Uh, we got to move to honest money everybody brought up spending everybody brought up the border everybody brought up the illegal activity of joe i mean it seems like we're on the same page if we can all align our interests and push on that flywheel man we can spin that sucker and get something done this gives me a little bit of hope dr bradley
2: well again um I hope springs eternal and, and we've talked a little bit about the smoke that's being blown by a lot of the establishment people unfortunately I see much of CPAC uh, really are still very much involved in the the establishment you know kind of venue of things the George W. Bush George H. W. Bush kind of world and, and again I, I know that people will say well not in every way and you can kind of temper it a little bit and I agree with that but the fact of the matter is, man, I'd like to see some solid, substantive reaction and response out of these people and say, let's take this message and go forward. Let's quit dilly-dallying around trying to play to the all of the people. that They want to play around both sides of the street and get hit by traffic going both directions. Let's, let's take a position and let's move with it. You know, That's where I'm seeing this happening. And by the way, nah, we don't want to get off on this tangent. I'll just mention it. I just reviewed uh, on my uh, webinar last night, uh, there was a question came up about the anti-federalist, the 10th anti-federalist paper. And uh, in reviewing the 10th anti-federalist paper, I found some real parallels to the public mentalities and the political mentalities that are being espoused even today. I mean, this was written in March of 1788, and we got the same play around the middle of the road kind of people out there. We got the yes, same old slugs. It, it's just bizarre to me. And, and the the country well, is shows not human better nature, off.
1: Nature, though, in, in, in human nature, unless they tie themselves to God, and family, they lose their way, doctor.
2: They do indeed, and and it's it's it. <laughs> Here's one of the things that was talked about in there. They can live under any government. These are the indolent peoples. Okay. There's the trimmers, the sympathetic indecision-makers, you know. And he talked about those that are dragged like mud at the bottom. These men don't swim. You know, these are people that, and they're women nowadays more particularly in, in the way the, uh, the government's been written, men and women. But the point of the matter is we have, uh, you know, bottom feeders. We have, the, like he said, the dragged like mud at the bottom. They can live under any government. They're no indolent. They, they're they just basically trimmers. I feel like we have way too many of them at CPAC. I would like to see some backbone come out of this thing. where I people agree. Are, I, where they take a stand and they live with it. So you Tucker know?
1: Carlson interviewed Vladimir Putin. Is it, you know, that famed interview over 200 million views, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He tried to interview sure. the Ukrainian president who said, pay me a million dollars and we'll do an interview. And Tucker laughed at him and walked away. Tucker went on Glenn Beck to tell him that story. But here's the deal. Since then, Russia adds Senator Lindsey Graham to the, quote, terrorists and extremists list that Russia has. They have a list like this, too. And there's over 1,200 people on it. Lindsey Graham just got added to it. And um, it's State Russian Monitoring Agency that's kind of tracking this stuff. I have a hard time disagreeing with them, doctor.
2: Well, that that's we've talked about Lindsey Graham so much that people probably think I've got heartburn over that guy, and I do. I mean, this is this is a guy that can't wait to get some U.S. Marines killed somewhere in the world every time there's an opportunity. I say that so often, it is absolutely his modus operandi. This guy thinks that we shoot first and ask questions later. I mean, it's it's fire ready aim, and he is a militant. Uh, adventurist and and getting everybody around the country and the world killed it's it's appalling to me how many lives have been lost around this world because of his encouragement so i can understand what rush is saying about this and and to me i hope that more candor is forthcoming with future interviews and everything so people in america can start to see you know what some of these people that everybody professes to be lily-white and and pure as the driven snow and great patriots and everything like that, really aren't. These people are undermining the very foundation of our existence with their internationalism as a big thing. There's no question about it. And then they have a couple of things. They think they're a great warrior because they want to get warriors killed. They're not warriors. You know, they're the, the slugs that are sitting at their big desk, uh, their judgment seat, wherever, whatever you want to call it. You got to ask
1: yourself: Is Joe Biden on this Russia list?
2: I I don't know if Joe Biden has got the brain power at this point to be able to be considered by anybody to be a threat. I think those that are pulling his strings are, but I'm not so sure that the. I mean, I. I just picture Joe shambling about the White House in his house slippers and in his bathrobe and (laughs) having his cup of coffee. You're right about that.
1: Now here's the question that I would ask too. Hey. The Russians have 1,200 people on their list. Lindsey Graham just got added to it. How big is our list, and who's on our list? Well, that's the problem. Graham, our FOIA request, that thing.
2: Well, no. Here's the problem. You've got the Southern Poverty Law Center, that's basically they're they're dictating the list to the U.S. government. They're putting together U.S. policy on domestic terrorists, quote unquote. We've talked about this before. The terrorism money that came out after 9-11-2001, they found, hey, wait a minute, there's no targets out there. Oh, 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 we can choose all of these radical right-wing white supremacist guys that are out there. And so they've, they've thrown the net out there and say, we're watching all of these people now. And and there's there's grandmas and grandpas and there's moms and dads and there's there's people that love America, people that want to go and, and speak out against uh, the uh, horrific education system in their in their hometowns, they're being put on that list. And the Southern Poverty Law is identifying them and, and basically making the list for the fusion centers that are around there that have the feds and the state government involved. So I don't know how big the list is. I don't know if anybody really could say, get their arms around it because they put anybody and their dog on there that doesn't spew their vitriol that's that's out there and uh, creating more racism it's an absolute absurdity so i don't know i think you feel a little targeted with those guys don't you yeah
1: but i don't think i'm on russia's list i might be on the united states list but i'm not on russia's and i I just find that interesting whose list would you trust more i wouldn't trust either of them but if i had to pick i'd probably choose russia's list
2: it's probably been vetted better I mean, that's the thing, and and again, you you asked me what I would have asked uh, if I'd been Tucker Carlson sitting there. I would have asked Putin, you know, I'd have said something to the effect, hey, you know, you've told us why you're in the Ukraine. What's your perspective? You have a lot of agencies that report to you and and give you intelligence briefings. What's your perspective about why uh, the United States is so fixated? We're OCD about this thing, about this Ukraine war. Tell us what what you're being told i would love to hear and then that, follow up about w- the
1: labs in the ukraine and did that absolutely. have anything to do with it huh?
2: the human trafficking the the uh, you know the money laundering all that kind of stuff all of those things i would love to hear another perspective that, that's beyond what the the vetted approved you know storyline narrative script whatever you want to call it That we're being fed constantly here. I would love to hear that, and I'd like to have a discussion with somebody about that. Hey, Russia thinks we're there for these reasons. Uh, Yeah, and then you would blatantly
1: publicly ask the administration to respond.
2: Yeah, yeah, no question. And the
1: silence would be deafening, but it would highlight the truth on the matter, wouldn't it?
2: Well, it would be another one of those, if their lips are moving, they're lying, uh, you know news briefings, you know this idea that you know now that they've denied it. We know it's true I mean come on people we can't trust them I mean uh, there has been such a destruction of trust between our institutions whether it's the medical institution or the World Health Organization or the National Institution of Health or the, the CDC or the FDA uh, whether it's the leader this most senior leadership of the parties these guys and gals I mean, if their lips are moving, they're lying. It's a truism. I think we've got to start recognizing, and somebody's got to come out and start being candid with us because if you and I can talk about it, why can't other people and get an answer?
1: Honesty is the issue. Pointing to God, family, and country are the solutions. The protection of life, liberty, and property are the keys to the proper role of constitutional limited government. The only way back is to repent and turn to God Almighty and then to use the supreme law of the land and the principles um, therein to demand checks and balances, to demand accountability, to demand due process. Uh, And if we'd really push on those things with God, family and country in mind, I think we can gain ground. Any other plan is a clown plan, folks. is a plan that will not work this is the only solution and we better wake up educate ourselves repent to god almighty turn to our families society will never be stronger than the fundamental unit of society the family dr bradley we're flat out of time thank you so much sir
2: well uh, i guess we'll get back together again the first of the week and see if we can stir the pot again
1: roger that amen we'll look forward to it sir uh, freedomsrisingsun.com is website check out his collegiate series to preserve the nation check out his award winning weekly webinars Q&As on the Constitution and more he digs in folks it's delightful true real honest learn to think for yourself education freedomsrisingsun.com I am Sam Bushman we need your donations every penny will help us tell the tale of liberty be truth tellers in the media the new media is indeed taking center stage libertyroundtable.com lovingliberty.net God save the Republic of the United States of America.